Good day to you, dear listener, and welcome back to our Refinement, Not Retirement, our RNR podcast. In our previous episode, Christine and I started to tell you the story of our narrowboat experience, which we thought was going to be a life refinement for us, but turned out to be <laughs> a perceived refinement that became, shall we say, a learning experience. Part two of that story, uh, we'll be coming to this podcast soon and we'll be sharing with you what it was like to have our own lovely narrowboat called Tickety-Boo and why we soon discovered that it wasn't all Tickety-Boo. But in the meantime, I thought I'd jump on here and give you an update on how Christine and I are getting on with the big life transitions that we've recently made. Just to recap, we moved from our central London home, a flat in South Kensington, out to the northwest tip of the Cotswolds to the delightful medieval village of Elmley Castle, where we've now been living very happily for the past three years or so. The catalyst for that big move was COVID. And had the pandemic not happened, I'm close to 100% certain that we'd still be living in Kensington. But the, the fact is, that move was one of the best life refinements, as we call them, that we've ever made. And you can hear more about it in the earlier episode where we discovered where we talked about our escape to the country and we've made quite a few big life refinements and we'll be sharing some of those with you in on this podcast as we continue it together Christine and I we'll be talking about for instance let me think our alternate life in the great USA what led to that and how, what it was like living in southwest Florida and a completely different culture. How and why we turned vegan, what it's like living as vegans in a world of very dedicated omnivores. We'll be talking about our passion for what was to us a newly discovered sport, a rapidly growing sport called pickleball. Pickleball. Yes, I know it sounds a bit funny, but we love it. And we'll be telling you about that and we'll be trying to encourage you to get involved with it. It's a great thing to do later in life when you want to keep up your activity, your mobility, your hand-eye coordination, all your faculties, and you'll meet some lovely people. And as we've done. And uh, we'll also be talking about many other life changes that we call refinements and we 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 we'll, we talk about why we have called this podcast what we've called it in i think our very first episode you've heard from us uh, that we're loving loving our new home in the cotswolds but what about our latest big life transition giving up our working life how is that going? Well, nothing forced us into, unlike the move 
I suppose was a bit forced out to the Cotswold. Nothing really motivated us into stepping away from our business that we started together back in the 1980s, a, built, a, build, a business that we built from scratch and that we've that's been really, really good to us in many ways. Unlike our own home move, quitting that business was not caused by COVID. It wasn't caused by our, our escape to the country because our business went virtual very successfully, in our own terms, very successfully. Yep, we went virtual. We went to home working at least two years before COVID. So what led to our recent decision to step away from our business? Well, the truth is that Christine was much, much more keen on quitting our business than I was. She had wanted that change to take place a long time ago. And she'd become less and less interested and involved in the day-to-day -day workings of the business. Uh, that wasn't the same for me at all. Since the, let's see, tender age of 17, I've never really known anything other than being involved in a small business and eventually that originally that was working with my father until that business came to an end and then starting the business that christine and i started together i've never really known anything else than than running a business uh, and it it really has suited me very very well i loved it actually even more when we moved out here to elmley castle being able to work from a very well equipped uh, uh, home office looking at you can't see it but I'm looking at it now uh, the gorgeous rural view of Breedon Hill where I love to walk almost every day but when was I ever going to quit business and start exploring other aspects of life non-work related activities after all, none of us knows when the trap door is going to open for us, do we? We just don't know. But I realised recently that age 70 is only a stone's throw away. 70? Gosh, I don't feel 70 in any way. Well, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm very close. And I realized that I just had to stop work. But I can tell you, it's been a wrench, as a number of people warned me that it would be. I think I talked about that in an earlier episode. We've been very fortunate. But facing up, to the decision that to turn off the income tap is a bit scary, at least it has been for me, realizing now that we have a single tank of fuel left that needs to see us out. That's foreign territory to me. And suddenly I find myself obsessing about saving on expenses instead of 
what I was obsessing on before, which was bringing in income. I'm talking to Christine about really she should be thinking about shopping at Aldi and little and less about spending all her uh, money in Waitrose. I've even been listening to Martin Lewis, money-saving experts' advice, and I've started cutting... Christine will tell you this. I mean, she thinks I'm absolutely off my head. You know, I, I took his advice to cut the dishwasher tablets in two, so they go twice as far. And, you know, it's worked very well. It doesn't affect, believe me, it doesn't affect the performance of the dishwasher at all. But she thinks it's absolutely mad. Uh, so, yeah. And it's been very scary, hasn't it? I mean, just seeing the way inflation takes its toll, something that we, you know, we haven't really experienced since a long time ago. Uh, and uh, it, it seems to be, you know, really quite insidious now, doesn't it? The way that prices are just, they're just going up and up and up. Christine, as I've mentioned, sort of she, she, she keeps telling me not to be so daft. But I do think about the costs that, you know, I have to think about those costs that, that might, well, that will hit us. As we journey through this, what's called the third age stage of our lives, the relentless journey towards the inevitable trapdoor that's waiting for all of us. And it plays on my mind that I will probably drop through that trapdoor before Christine, perhaps many years before her. And I'd like to do my best to try and leave her in a solid financial position as I can. Bad news. It's waiting for all of us, isn't it? Wherever we are on this conveyor belt between birth and death, bad news is coming. And yet it's so easy to live our lives as though that journey is never going to end, that we have unlimited time to spend with our loved ones, limited time to enjoy the best aspects that this one life has to offer all of us. You know, just going through day after day doing much the same things, particularly if you're working. I mean, I was very much when, when I was working, you know, focused all the time on what's coming in on my iphone in terms of emails getting proposals out and winning new clients but life is short i know it's tried to say it but life is short and you know as you get to this stage in life um perhaps many of you listening to this are further on in the uh, further along the conveyor belt shall we say than I am and perhaps um, you know who have done all this thinking before but this is the first time really that I've been so much thinking about it these aspects the shortness of time that we have on this planet together particularly with our loved ones our family this is all sounding a bit morbid isn't it but actually this thought process has made me realize the time we have left 
is just too, too precious to be squandered. And the thought process has helped me with acceptance. Accepting that what Christine and I have achieved through our business, through our working life, modest though it may be, um, puny compared to many other people, uh, it's I've come to accept it's good enough. Uh, we really much, very much set up our, our business and conducted our business in such a way that we always realized that we you know, didn't want to make it into something very big with loads and loads of staff. Um, we, I suppose that one would call it a lifestyle business, really. It was it was there to support the way we wanted to live, which is why we don't really talk about retirement because you know in a way we made the decision um, you know to to refine our lives, to organize our lives, to configure our lives in such a way that it was more about you know making the the most of our time, uh, like the time that we we decided to go and spend six months of the year living in Southwest Florida, for instance. We did that while running the business, um, you know, successfully. But we obviously we could have achieved a lot more if we hadn't done that. Done that if we'd stayed where you know at, at mothership with our staff, you know, and and, and uh, you know what they say with the cats away, the mouse will play, um, you know. And that's not casting any aspersions on anybody who's worked uh, with us in our business because they have been amazing people, amazing. But it's a fact of life that if the uh, boss is there um, breathing down their necks, uh, they're going to achieve more. And we would have achieved more if we weren't, um, you know, doing other things in Southwest Florida, enjoying the sunshine, going boating, tennis and that sort of thing. Which we which we did at a very well. You'll hear about that when we talk about that. I mustn't get ahead of myself. We're going to deal with that in a later episode, and I I hope you'll find it interesting. It was certainly a you know huge. That was another huge change. A, certainly a life refinement, but it came to an end, and we'll we'll tell you how and why that happened because you know life is all about transitions, isn't it? So. You know, we we I've certainly I've come to a point where I've accepted that what we've achieved is good enough. Um, and you know, we could have achieved more. You know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, right? Uh, but uh, I'm happy, and I think, and well, I know Christine is. Christine, Christine is much more. Well, she's she's you know finds it very easy to adjust to almost any situation like we know if we had to if we'd had to go and live on that narrow boat and give up our house she would have made the best of it and she would have been happy um and you know i'm not i'm not really quite like that i guess while while working i was always focusing on landing that next big client getting that next assignment too much focused on that and not enough on enjoying what I had. Um, although that, you know, might sound as I'm being a bit contradictory in that I talked about refinements that we made, such as the Florida living. But that, you know, even when we were living there, was I really there all the time? 
you know, a lot of the time I was living inside my head or in front of my computer or, or on the phone, you know. So um, I think it's it's very, very, very positive that I've now made this decision to step away for, from work for this last uh, third age stage, as they call it, of life. Yeah. It would have been all too easy for me to leave that decision too late. But now I feel invigorated and positive about making the very best of the time that we have left. So, this solemn soliloquy of mine, it's not really a soliloquy, is it? Because I think a soliloquy means that you're, you're, you're talking without having an audience, and you are, of course, our lovely listeners out there, my audience. Listening to me, my musings, my monologue. But this does have a happy ending. Christine has no idea that I was going to do this. She doesn't know I'm doing it. She's out and about with her, with, um, her friend. And when she hears what I have to say, it'll be very interesting to hear what she has to, uh, has to say about it, won't it? If she's willing, and I think knowing her that she will be, we'll have that conversation on a podcast episode as, as if live on air. Uh, which is the way we do all of them you know we don't what well, as you can probably tell we don't put a great deal of planning into them we just let whatever happens happen and uh yeah i hope she'll i hope she'll be willing to have that conversation with me because i i want to i really want to hear what 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 she what what she has to say about what i've shared with you and of course, uh, as ever, we'd like to hear what you have to say. You know, I've been meeting people who are at a similar stage. Um, was it with, with a lady friend uh, that we play pickable with? Was asking me, you know, what I'm, what she, uh, she and her husband recently uh, quit their business, and uh, she said, "Oh, you know, I'm asking people because so she's obviously going through a sort of similar thought patterns. You know, what, how they're how they're coping with." Uh, retirement and uh i'm we, we were on the pickleball court so it was uh, there wasn't uh, um, you know there wasn't a great deal of time to uh to chat about it which i would have loved to have done um but so you know i know a lot of other people have got thoughts about this and you know part of what we we're doing here with this r and r podcast is to openly talk with others and get their ideas of how you know how they've found it people who've gone on this journey before us people who are thinking about this journey perhaps quite young people um because you know I, I, my feeling is that you 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 want to be adjusting your life um in favor of maximizing what i call the precious present the the power of now, as um, that guy, what is his name, Eckhart Tolle, calls it, uh, enjoying the moment that you're in. I think we should, I think it's important to make life refinements that that optimize uh, living in the moment. Uh, so, very happy to have your feedback you know i hope you'll you'll get involved uh, we'll probably be 
doing that engaging largely through our Facebook page we haven't as you're hearing this we haven't really officially launched the podcast yet because we wanted to get a few episodes in the can as it were before we uh before we unleashed it on the world um so we'll, we, we we're not too far off that um we're and you know we're it's going a bit more slowly than we would like because we are still going through the formalities of closing down our company which is taking up a bit of time uh, but it won't be far off so anyway i've said enough um and i look forward very much indeed to your feedback and christine and i christine will be back with me next time and uh we very much look forward to you sharing this unique part of our life with you and hearing about your stories too and uh, we'll be having you know we will be inviting as we said earlier some very interesting guests to come and speak to the various uh, subjects that we have in mind so thanks again everybody see you next time but for now it's just goodbye from me bye for now <laughs>